Hello and welcome to this 31st episode of the Denver Homes Market Report. This is Ricky Schoonover of Mode Real Estate. If you missed last week's episode, I shared with you a new service that I have not heard of any other realtor being able to offer. I have a house that may be available to you to use. Perhaps you are here in Denver on a house hunting trip, or you just need a few days while you transition from one home to your next. Maybe you just need a place to go hang out for a few hours while I'm conducting an open house while I'm currently selling your home. I have been in real estate dating back to 2003. I have ran into all sorts of situations where I wish I had had a place for my clients to stay. Now I have that house available to you, my clients. So, if you have not heard last week's episode, please ask your smart speaker. Please play my podcast, The Denver Homes Market Report. Then subscribe so that you never miss another episode. You know, we are just days from electing the president who will lead us into the next four years. By anyone's standards, our launch into 2020 has been an incredibly rocky one. And we are not out of the woods yet. You know, I know the powers that be are working their tails off on a vaccine. That'll be a good first step once we have that available. Then comes the monumental task of getting enough folks throughout the country to get the vaccine in order to make a dent in the way this virus spreads. I'm confident we'll get through this. I know everybody is tired and it's just not in our DNA not to hug and shake hands. So now, moving forward, even beyond this pandemic, we may need to reevaluate how we interact with one another. I do not care your political views or who you feel has the best plan to get us into 2021 and beyond. I've already voted. I took the time to Google all the various initiatives on the ballot You know, I could not believe how many judges I had to look up. However, I got through it, and I feel like I made at least an educated guess as to who and what to lend my support towards. I was surprised to see how many people were in the running for the President of the United States. I had no clue who most of those people were. However, I made my choices, and I took my ballot to the drop-off spot over there in Cap Hill, Other than all the road construction, I went around 10 a.m. They had a tent set up in the middle of the street, pulled up with my mask on. The poll workers were all masked up. I handed over my ballot and I was on my way pretty quickly. Like I said, your party affiliation is not my concern, but I do encourage you to make your voice heard, make an effort to research the topics and the candidates, and then just most of all, vote. However you choose to do so, make that commitment to get your ballot in. Please do so as safely as possible. Okay, I'll step down from my please vote soapbox here and get back to our topic of the day. If you have not visited the neighborhood of Cole recently, wow, you may be in for a shock. There is construction going on everywhere in and around the neighborhood. In fact, just to the north of Cole, 
the city is in the process of building a brand new state-of-the-art World Trade Center. It's an amazing property with world-themed restaurants, a hotel, classrooms, a gorgeous lobby. They intend to provide a hub for international business as well as a home for companies who want to have a presence here in the Denver market. There are also 200 apartments being built with a commitment for at least a portion of those to be designated affordable housing. As part of this development, they are also building a grocery store. This is right along Downing and Marion, right there on the edge between Cole and Rhino. This area desperately needs a grocery store. I mean, there is a natural grocer's not too far away there near Brighton Boulevard, but not everyone can afford $6 cooking oil or even needs a $4 box of sugar in the raw when they really just need some plain old sugar. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love natural grocers for many items, including their incredible selection of vitamins and supplements. However, we do need a main grocery store for all those everyday items. Then of course you have Rhino Beer Garden. It's right there. And wow, the cheeseburger, fries, and a beer lunch special for $6.95. You know, it's perhaps not the best burger in town, but for $6.95 with a beer and fries, it's pretty darn good. This area is getting a boost. The Rhino Arts District has simply become too crowded and too expensive for many. However, that energy with all the restaurants, the distilleries, the tap rooms, Infinite Monkey Theater and Winery, I mean, let's face it, there's a lot of things to love about visiting Rhino, even if you don't really want to live there or simply can't afford it. Why not look to Curtis Park or Cole? You know, I actually bought a home in Cole this year for all the reasons I'm bringing up. It's walking distance to Rhino. It's close to 38th and Blake Transit Station. And there are a ton of development opportunities that have either been in work for a while or they are finally coming to fruition. This area stands to grow quite a lot. Well, it's already grown quite a lot in the past five or six years, but it's now really starting to get noticed. So we have all this growth. But at its core, where did coal get its start? Well, you very well need to step back to circa 1871, the industrial expansion of the South Platte River. Coal was about 50% developed by the year 1900 and was completely a functioning residential neighborhood by 1930. The rail yards, smelters, and stockyards. This was the heart of the Industrial Revolution, and coal served to house many of the unsung heroes of their time. Coal continues to hold on to that quaint and quiet residential feel, but like many metro areas across this nation, these once hardworking and thriving areas became blighted as we continue to move away from manufacturing. These once forgotten areas are now in a transition. And as we move away from the industrial driven economy 
and more towards a service economy. You feel this area also following suit and moving with the times. A prime example would be what I'm told is the new rock drill mixed use development. Well, the original rock drill was in its prime and in that very location near 40th and Williams was the rock drill manufacturing company, which was in its heyday back in the 1920s. That same complex will be transformed into a 12 acre mixed use development right on the edge between Rhino Arts District and the neighborhood of Cole. There are plans for retail, restaurants, bars, parks, art galleries, as well as residential. Sometimes those who are looking to buy a home are also looking for a place to invest. There are some buyers who are simply looking for their home and they're not too concerned with its investment qualities. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think in the back of everyone's mind when they are buying a home is what will this home bring by the way of future value? However, there are some home buyers where those scales are tipped and they are not really looking for their forever home to live in. Rather, they're asking me, where can they buy a home? Perhaps fix it up a bit and in a couple years later, sell it and make money. Their plan is to then use the profits from that purchase to gain some leverage in their next home purchase. I always have to be very careful when I bring up areas in which for one reason or another, I feel that area will go up in value in the near term. I always stress, I do not have a crystal ball and there are too many unforeseeable circumstances that like I just do not tend to try to time the market. Just like I don't time the market to buy stocks. You know, after 17 years in real estate, I do not try to time the real estate markets. I have flipped homes, sure. I have bought homes, I have held them for a few years and then sold them. And yes, of course. However, I always do so knowing the market could come crashing down and I could get stuck holding property that is worth less than what I paid for it. In fact, I just gave myself a topic for next week. Next week, we will be doing our end of month special where I pull all the data from October 2020 and compare the data last year from 2020 and, from 2020 and 2019. However, along with that data, I'm gonna share with you a very personal story about me and real estate I bought starting back in the year of 2000 and how I survived through 2012. Okay, that's my teaser for next week. You get the October 2020 versus October 2019 and I'll share with you my story. Okay, let me get back on task here. So you call me up, ring, ring. Ricky, I know you have experience buying and selling real estate. I want to buy in an area where the values are set to go up. So my initial response is, well, just so you know, I do not advise trying to time the markets. However, that being said, I do know of a community where the prices are 
relatively low. The retail side of development is up. And when you see things like restaurants, bars, and other retail being built, when you see quality commercial spaces being renovated, you better believe there is some research that was put into those developments long before they even started to buy the real estate. Companies spend big bucks on researching areas where they can come up, set up shop, and have a future client base. You know, back in the early 2000s, I'd tell you to look for places where they are building a Starbucks or a Trader Joe's and maybe a Whole Foods or even Panera Bread, who I once worked for. And they had a decent real estate scouting program. However, times have changed. And I don't think big chain stores are really the best indicator, or at least not as reliable as, say, maybe 15, 20 years ago. However, you can still find telltale signs when an area is getting ready to make a move. One of the issues is we have had a decade of economic expansions. The deals are getting harder to find, and you need to be pretty forward-thinking and be willing to take that risk. However, coal happens to be an area that if you jump in now, there are possibly some opportunities. I guess another way you could ask the question would be to ask me, where am I currently investing in my real estate portfolio? I bought my latest home right here in Cole for a reason. I bought a lower priced, smaller home that has really solid foundation and room to grow. Currently, it's a two bedroom, one bath with about a thousand square feet. However, it's also zoned for an ADU and has alley access for a garage. So if all goes as planned, in a few years, I'll add a third bedroom and a second bath. I'll build a two-car garage with a small apartment, helper unit, above the garage. Now this won't be a flip for me. I plan on living in this home. I have it as a second home and will maintain that for a while. I use it sometimes for my clients who may need a place to stay during house hunting trips. I will also use it for short-term rentals from time to time. Once some of these developments that are either approved or currently underway get done, I plan to build into this home. Once I'm done with the remodel, I'll then need to decide if I want to keep it or sell it. I'm really not sure what my long-term goals are. I'm staying flexible with my plans with it. So there you go. I found an area which was right on the edge of Rhino, very close to the light rail, I know the World Trade Center, the Rock Drill mixed-use development. I know there are 200 apartments being built with a major grocery store being built on the ground floor. What else could be screaming, look at me, look at me? Sure, I could have jumped in four or five years ago and perhaps made a killing by doing nothing but holding on to the real estate. But I don't tend to be that risky. I don't need to make a killing in real estate. I'm happy to be making my living in real estate, and I love seeing my clients take those risks and win. I still get to share in their excitement when they come to me to sell that home and buy their next. Okay, I got so excited I forgot to actually spell out geographically where Cole is. So let's do that. We'll jump on my website, www.denverhomesmarket.com, 
and we'll see what's currently available for sale in coal. First of all, our eastern border is going to be York Street. Along the southern border, we have Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Then you head up Downing along the western border, and then it cuts diagonally along Walnut until you connect back to East 40th Avenue and back to York. Okay, I have my map drawn on my site. I encourage you to follow along on your own computer if you'd like. Let's start with the lowest priced home in coal. This is a bungalow presented by Close Real Estate. This is a three bedroom, one bath home, 988 square feet of living space. It's listed for $419,900. It's located at 3731 North Lafayette Street. It's not a bad home. I mean, this home is small for three bedrooms, but it's really cute. It has a little backyard, a one-car garage, and it's in pretty good shape for being built in 1886. I mean, I hope I'm looking that good when I'm even half that age of this home. So there you go. This is a great home, and you can live in it now and perhaps do something down the road to really build in some sweat equity. Let's look at the most expensive home in coal. Okay, well, hold on. The most expensive listing is a $4,581,000 development opportunity. So let's skip over, for, over that for now. If you're looking to invest $4.5 million, give me a call. We'll dive into the details on that one. But let's go to this one here, 3253 North Gilpin Street. This home is presented by Modus Real Estate. It's a three-bedroom, three-bathroom, new build with an oversized two-car garage. This one has 2,348 square feet of living space and is listed for $824,900. So you can get a small folk Victorian for $419,900 or a newly modern construction 2,348 square foot home all within blocks from one another. So, you know what, let's pull one more. Something in the middle of the road here. This is a beautifully remodeled home. It's built in 1890 and gorgeous. This one is presented by One Realty LLC. It's located at 3302 North Gilpin Street. This home has three bedrooms, three bathrooms, and 2,175 square feet of living space. It's got a one car garage, this home will not last long. It's listed at $639,900. And let me tell you, it's amazing. If you're not on my site right now, please go there. www.denverhomesmarket.com Draw your map search around coal and check this home out. You know, better yet, give me a call and we'll go look at it together. My number here, 720-688-5110. All right, I know today's podcast was long. I needed to touch on the election. I needed to touch on the virus. Please go vote. Please be safe as we all need to do our part. And of course, I got excited talking to you about the history of coal and why this neighborhood is likely a great place for you to buy your next home, just as it was for me. I'll leave it there for this week. 
Next week, another huge episode coming your way for our end of month, October 2020 versus 2019. And my personal story of buying real estate back in the early 2000s. Spoiler alert, yes, I made it out alive. This is Ricky Schoonover, Mode Real Estate, wishing you a safe and fun Halloween. I sure hope you tune in next week. We'll have a trivia giveaway as well, so be ready to make some money.